Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Hey, as you know, we talk about it a lot. Not if, but when the world kicks your butt. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and kick your butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, to help you live your best kickin' life. So buckle up. Here we go. everyone master grogan coming at you again with another exciting kicking life podcast episode number 192 yeah baby and this episode here we're going to talk about it's kind of it's part four of our four-part series on live to give and what a great time for that right right around the holidays um you know thanksgiving christmas new year's yeah live to give and giving is actually well like kindness the most selfish thing you can possibly do why is that because you're the one that wins the most. Yeah, you get the greatest feeling out of that. And I know we all like to get stuff. I'm no no different. I like to get gifts and presents. But man, when you give something to somebody else and you know you're giving from your heart, man, you get that special feeling. It's like, oh, that is fantastic. And we talked about week one of this four-part series, or part one, I should say, was random acts of kindness. We gave all kinds of examples, which we'll revisit some of those. Week two was the power of the smile. Week three. Part three, last week's show was all about words have power. And this week, this episode, part four, to wrap this thing up on Live to Give, is all about being a hero, being someone's hero, which essentially is doing everything we talked about in a, in a, a part one, part two, and part three. Yeah, well, we're going to wrap it all up here today. And with me, back in studio again, my best buddy, Mr. Austin Grogan. Austin, how we doing, bud? Doing awesome. Glad to be here again. Yes, yes, yes. Good stuff. You've knocked it out. You rocked it out, rock star, on the last uh, couple episodes. You know, and for our new listeners there, we've got a uh, long show. That's this show right here airs on Mondays. It's usually anywhere from about 30, 45, 50 minutes. And we've got a short, quick hitter, which airs on uh, Fridays. And that's just kind of a recap of the previous show, but also attached with the challenge on how to use that or what you're going to do or kind of a challenge we're throwing at you on how you're going to live your best kick in life over the weekend and if you accept that challenge. So anyway, Austin rocked out the previous two shows, and we're going to have him here for a couple more. That's good stuff. So, Austin, how we doing, buddy? Thanks for being with me today and rocking out the previous shows, and we're going to rock out a couple more great ones today, right? I'm excited. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he says. All right, so last week we talked about uh, – Words have power. Maybe give a quick recap of that, uh, the words have power. What we talked about with, you know, the seeds we're planting in our mental garden and the words that we say to others and we say to ourselves. And when kids come into the academy for the first time at our martial arts academy, the things you say to them and the parents, you know, and how, what the, the kind of impact that words have on others. Absolutely, yeah. So um, positive, we'll start with the positive. So it's it's not very difficult to do. Uh, but sometimes we make it more challenging than it really is. Just to just to be nice and say positive things to people, it it can really make more of, more of an impact than you could ever think possible. So even if it seems kind of insignificant to you, it could be the most significant thing of that person's day that you just complimented. Um, it, and you kind of talked about kids coming into the academy. A lot of times. Uh, one of the main reasons is the kind of low self-esteem or low confidence uh, type things like that. So a lot of times the kiddos will walk in and they'll be like, 
holding on to mom or dad's leg and not wanting to show their face and just being super nervous. So uh, the thing I tried to do is, well, first of all, come out and greet them and, and have a big smile, but really just compliment the kid and, and try to make him feel special and make him feel cool or something like, oh, man, are those light-up shoes? That's super cool. Or, like, if he's got Batman on his shirt or something, be like, oh, cool shirt, man, or I like like I like your hair or just something small to try to get him smiling. Um, and then we know when we get him on the mat, then it's uh, just going to completely be awesome and they're going to love it and they're going to feel like they are at the best martial artist. We're not going to give them false hope, but we're going to let them know how great they are. Uh, but along with the negative side, a lot of times that negative words that we say can can really do some damage. Um, so I, I kind of talked about on the last episode, sometimes we can get like a hundred compliments in a day, but, and then we'll get one kind of negative thing said to us. And we'll just think about the negative thing all day instead of thinking about the hundred positive things. Uh, so we can kind of outweigh it. So once you say words, you can't take them back. So you got to choose those words wisely, especially if maybe you're in a bad mood, don't just react to the situation, respond to it. So the difference is, say you're in a bad mood and someone says something maybe you don't like, well, instinct is just to fire back with something mean, but you could take a breath, think about it, and then say something a little more that you thought about a little more, a little more intelligent and not so negative. That's very good, Austin. That's that's outstanding. Outstanding. And uh, you mentioned something which you did on the show too, but I just want to touch base on again was we never know the battles that others are fighting. We never know what's going on. So just that sm- simple little compliment, some, something nice, man, that could be all the difference that changes not only their day, but maybe their life. Who knows? Right. And does it take a lot? No, we just have to be aware of that. And we have to look for opportunities to do that. But on the other side, oftentimes we look for opportunities to get back at someone. We look at opportunities to, you know, or retaliate, and, of course, that's not going to do any good, not only for them, but for us. So words have power. As Austin said, choose those words wisely because once they're out in the universe, man, you can't take them back. Once they're out there, they're gone. Yeah. Easier said than done, of course, just like everything else. You hear me say that a lot. So before we move on, I want to first say thank you very much to all our you know, uh, longtime listeners, ones that have listened since day one. Thank you so very, very much. And then every single week we're getting new followers, new listeners, uh, new shares and downloads. And I can't thank you enough. If it's the first time with us today, yeah, this is the Kicking Life show. And I, what's Kicking Life? It's not if, but when life kicks your butt. I'm here to empower, inspire, and motivate you and kick your butt back up to help you live your best kicking life. And that's whatever in your vision is your best possible life. And I say kicking life because we're kicking it up a notch. Yeah. Not if, but when life knocks you down. We're fighting back with everything we've got to live our best kick in life. And that's utilizing our God-given talents, believing in ourselves, empowering others, and simply making society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live so our kids have a better society to grow up in than maybe we did. There you go. All right. Well, back to the show. And so we kind of give a brief recap of what we talked about last week with words have power. And, um, you know, words, and you hear me talk about this a lot, the seeds we plant in our mental garden are going to grow into something. We plant positive seeds, they're going to grow into something positive. We plant negative seeds, what are they going to grow into, Austin? Something negative. I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, it's the, it's the the law of 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 reaping and sowing. It's been around, I mean, that's by the oldest law ever, right? What you put in the ground is what you're going to get out. What you put in your mental garden is what you're going to get out. 
You put in self-doubt. You put in hateful, horrible, yucky words about yourself or others. You're planting those seeds. And not only planting those seeds, if you're doing it in front of your kids, man, oh, man, you're teaching them one way or another. You're teaching them how to, well, I guess you're teaching that one way or another. <laughs> you're teaching them one way to be good or one way not to be good or one way to treat people, how to talk to people, how to talk to themselves. It's, it's pretty impactful. So words have power. And then we also talked about the old sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And I always have the kids when I give speeches at schools, I'll have them say that. And then I'll say that's a good bunch of garbage because words do have power. So we got to be very careful on what words we use. You know, words have the power to help, to heal. They also have the power to destroy. They truly do. So that was words have power. But prior to that, we talked about the power of the smile. The power of the smile. Like Austin, before, before you, uh, and Austin's our program director at the Martial Arts Academy. He's, uh, he, well, outstanding. Does a terrific job. He's 19 years old. Most people can't believe he's that young. But he chooses to have a positive attitude. He chooses to do his very best. But what he chooses to do before he picks up that phone and makes a phone call is what? Put a smile on my face. Now, can people see your smile over the phone? They can feel it. Oh, man. They can feel it. Yeah. They can feel it in your voice. They can feel it in the energy. It's, it's amazing. Now, we also briefly talked about can people feel your smile in a text message or in an email or a Snapchat? Uh, no. Why not? Because it's there was no uh, voice or personal connection. It was just kind of a like a like words, yeah. Text. So you can't really can't figure out the tonality of of what it was. So it's purely up to how how the person perceives it. Even though it's maybe not the way that you meant it to be, it's purely up to how they how they take it. And a lot of times that can depend on their mood too. If they're in a bad mood, you say something, even though you you may have meant it to be nice maybe they take it the wrong way which is happens all the time because there was there's no way to really put a tone into into word well into a text yeah typed words i mean the, words. The, the the feeling is gone like you said they hear your voice over the phone and you smile it automatically adds energy happiness passion excitement into that well they can't see the smile via text message it's it, it, we have all the connectivity in the world, but unfortunately, we our communication is where it's lacking. You know, obviously, the best communication is face to face, right? So they can see your facial expressions, they can see your smile, they can see the smile in your eyes, and that's kind of what we talked about with the power of the smile. Was you put that smile on before you make a phone call? You put that smile on, and once again, we never have any idea the battles that others are fighting. But that simple smile can not only light up the room. But I want you to think about this. If you go to a party, especially you got these Christmas parties, are you going to want to are you going to be drawn to somebody who's smiling and kind of lights up the room? Or are you going to be drawn to somebody who just negative down sucking the life out of the room? You know, there's an old saying Austin, that uh, some people when they walk into the room, it lights up, it's brighter. It's like uh like a, a, a beam of Sunrise, sunshine's coming down from heaven. Ah, kind of that glow. They walk into the room. Man, it makes you feel good. And then some people, when they walk out of the room, <laughs> that ray of sunshine ah, comes down because now they're gone, right? Yeah. And it all starts with a smile. And uh, I also don't know if you knew this or not, but it's actually, it takes less muscles 
to smile than it does to frown. So smiling is one of the one of the only things that you can do uh, that require less muscle movement or involvement that gives you a beneficial result. I mean, think about it. If you want to build your muscles, you got to work those muscles at the gym, right? So you got to work harder. Well, smiling doesn't work as many muscles, doesn't take as many muscles, but it gives you a great benefit and endorphin release. It makes you feel good about yourself, right? And when you feel good about yourself, you're going to feel better about helping out others. It's crazy, but that's the power of the smile. Now, we go in-depth about the power of the smile on episode, what episode was that? 188, so you have to check that one out when you're done listening to this one. But I highly encourage you to listen to previous episodes and then you know, definitely this four-part series. But a couple more points on the smile. What it does, it, uh, it makes you feel healthy. It releases endorphins and serotonin, oxytocin, and uh, dopamine, the feel-good chemicals that our body produces naturally. And when you smile, bang, they're released. And also the smile, like I said, it lights up the room. It helps you feel good. Just so powerful. And, of course, it's much easier to smile than it is to frown. And what other notes did I have about that? Oh, of course, a smile looks much better than a frown on your face, right? So you want to look good, smile. Think about it when you take a picture. Anybody want to take a picture when you're frowning? Oh, you're smiling. You're feeling good. Jeez. What's that make you think of? Uh, smiling for a picture. <laughs> Jeez, I thought you were going to say pizza. <laughs> no, the will too. All right, so we're smiling, we're laughing in here. So that was week, uh, or part two. Part one was random acts of kindness. And, uh, we, and once again, it's going to tie into this show, all of the things we're talking about, about being a hero, and random acts of kindness. Boy, it's easier than you think. And a random act of kindness could be simply smiling. Random act of kindness could simply be saying a, co- a compliment, saying a nice word to somebody, right? Yes, yeah. and a lot of... I feel like a lot of people that probably listen to the podcast, this podcast, are good people uh, and probably already do random acts of kindness um, pretty often without even thinking about it. But the the goal is to challenge yourself to do even more. So even we could just be like, yeah, well, I, you know what, I, I do all the kindness I can. You know, if I see somebody, I, I'll hold the door for them or whatever, small things like that. But there's, you can never do enough. So there's always something else or something better that, that you can do. So even though we most likely already do it uh, to some extent, we can always do more. So do your best to challenge yourself to do even more random acts of kindness. Sure, and once you get in the habit of doing it, what happens, Austin? It it just comes natural. Yeah. I mean, you, you get in the habit of, you know, letting people out in traffic. You get in the habit of smiling. You get in the habit of, you know, throwing compliments around to others, making them feel good. You just do it without thought. But, of course, the opposite happens. If you get out of the habit of doing it, what happens? You, it That comes natural, too. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, we talk about the, the, the power of, you know, obviously repeatedly doing something over and over and over again becomes a habit. You know, my kiddos uh, will hand them something, and they'll not say thank you. I'll say, hey, what, what, what are we missing? Oh, thank you. I forgot. Well, the reason you forgot is because you're not doing it enough, right? If you do it, you do it without thought. Same thing with please. Same thing with, like you said, holding the door for somebody, letting somebody out in traffic, giving them a compliment. You know, and right now it's Christmas time. Get in the habit of, you know, when you're going into a store, that that Salvation Army person, Santa Claus, is going to be out there ringing the bell. So you know it. Get that change out of your cup holder. Get a couple dollars out of your wallet knowing when you walk in, you're going to drop it in there. Don't get there and go, oh, I forgot. 
what happens. I mean, I'm guilty of doing it too. That's why I talk about it. Because the more I talk about it, the more I'm reminded to do the things I'm talking about doing. And the more seeds I plant in your mind, the more it's going to help you remember. And random acts of kindness can be the simplest things to do. I mean, and it, it, it doesn't take a lot. It's just like it doesn't take a lot to be a hero. All you got to do is care. But care, it, it, caring starts with doing it enough where it becomes just an instinctual thing. Let's see. What other random acts of kindness? Oh, like, uh, uh, especially right this time of year, cashiers at these stores, they are working their butts off. And, you know, <laughs> oftentimes people have to wait in a little longer lines. And I, I can be very impatient. I've worked hard to be more patient. But maybe planting this seed and me talking about it, if you're waiting in a long line and everybody's moaning and growing, be different. Get up that cashier and smile and just say thank you. Be appreciative. That might be the only thank you they got all day. If you're out at a restaurant and the waiter or waitress is working their butt off, man, say thank you. I appreciate you. And give them a few extra bucks of a tip. That's a way of saying thank you. And that's a random act of kindness because we're all working together. And then, of course, as we talked about, Austin, who benefits the most when you smile, when you have a random act of kindness, or when you say powerful words that empower somebody else? Who benefits the most? You do. How is that? you got to explain that. It's it's the feeling that you get from doing it. So, like you said, if you if you give somebody something or you compliment them or, or just smile, uh, like you said, those chemicals, not only are chemicals in your body released, but you just feel good about it. Um, it's... I don't want to say, you well, you probably feel better than the person, say you told somebody, like a little kid, for example, like a little five, six-year-old kid. This this is a example that happens all the time at the academy there. And we'll just say something nice to them, like, oh, man, cool hat, or I love your light-up shoes, or, or whatever. And then they just get so excited and, and giddy about it, and they see them, like they start jumping around and smiling and giving you high fives and feeling so excited about it. Um, it's the feeling that I get from making a kid that excited is, is unexplainable. It's, it's fantastic. It feels so good. So no, that's fan. That's a great example too. I mean, think about it when, uh, when, when a child smiles, you feel like a hero cause you are a hero to that child. Think about a little baby. You make a goofy face and that baby laughs and giggles, right? So that, that baby's having fun, but what, what kind of feeling are you getting from that? It's incredible. Uh, like another uh, example, we'll uh, see kids from the academy outside the academy. Like, for example, I saw this uh, little six-year-old girl at, at Steak and Shake like a week ago, and she goes to the academy, and they didn't see me at first, but I walk up, I walked up to them, and, and I was like, hi, uh, and, 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 they were, and she was like, whoa, at first, but gave her a high five and talked to him for a little bit, and she was just so overjoyed and excited. It just made me feel fantastic. Yeah, and that, that that gets right into what we're talking about, about being a hero. The little bitty things. You took just a second to go up and say hi. And, of course, she's like, oh. and, of course, they can't ever believe that you're out in public, right? Oh, they no. They, they, they think we live it. at the studio, just like when mm-hmm. I was a, a, a teacher in the school district. And the kids would see me out outside, the, um, I guess, the school, and they're like, oh, and you you. You, you actually, you're a human being, you're out. <laughs> I thought you lived at the school or they see us outside the academy, outside of our uniforms. Right. And it's like, they can't believe they think we just live there. And that's, that's beauty. That's the beauty of a child's mind. But once again, you get the biggest benefit from that. You get the biggest reward. You know, they often say that being kind is the most selfish act on the planet because you're the one that receives the award, the uh, reward the most. It makes you feel really, really good. And 
here's another thing we talked about on the Random Acts of Kindness show, was there's a chemical that goes to your body called cortisol. It's your stress chemical. Now, it's an important chemical because it gives uh, it's a fight or flight. So if you're in a, a, a scary situation or if you're in a panic situation where you need the extra energy, that cortisol's given that to you. It'll help you survive. That's, uh, it helps moms lift cars off babies or fight off attackers or back in the wild days or caveman days. It helped you outrun a saber-toothed tiger to survive. But that cortisol is supposed to be flushed out immediately. It's not meant to stay in your system. And that's the beauty of helping somebody else. When you help somebody else, it well, like I said, the endorphins and serotonin and oxytocin and dopamine, all the feel-good chemicals flush through your veins, and it pushes that cortisol out. It makes you feel good. And by helping someone else, you often forget about your problems. We're all fighting our own battles. We've all got problems that nobody knows anything about. And, of course, we focus on those problems. They magnify. They get bigger, don't they, buddy? Oh, yes, they yeah, do. Yeah. But when we focus on helping someone else, when we focus on a random act of kindness or a simple smile or saying a word of a compliment to help somebody, at that moment, we are no longer thinking about our problems. We're no longer kind of being selfish and me, 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 we are now helping someone else. And in the midst of doing that, we forget about our own problems. Now, that doesn't mean our problems go away, but it does mean when we go back to our problems, we're re-energized. We got a different, we can see it from a different angle. And I promise that problem's not going to be near as big. Why? Because the simple act of helping someone else. It is, it is super cool. Uh, for example, I know I keep tying in the academy, but Say I'll be in. Well, I mean, that's, that's your experience, right? And you know firsthand the things you do at the academy to help these kids, right? I mean, it's powerful. So that is relatable experiences. We've all we all have those, and I'm very grateful that you you talk about it. One, it's a good plug for the academy, so people live in the Edwardsville area they can come see us. But second of all, it's helping others out because that's today's show, man. We all have the power to be a hero, and you are a hero to so many kids at the academy, buddy. You don't you don't even realize it. Well, thank you. Uh, but I was going to say more along the lines of not focusing on our problems. Uh, like we were talking about, I'll go to the academy and I'll be like in a bad mood or whatever. I'm human, so it happens. But uh, you're, you're in a bad mood? Not right now. Oh, God. No, I, I, we're human, right? It's a human emotion, right? It is. Yeah, have feelings. You're fighting battles. I mean, you're my best buddy. I love you more than anything. But you're fighting battles that, that I know nothing about. I ask you often to share those battles with me. <laughs> but I understand. I mean, you're a 19-year-old kid. You're right. You go to the studio and maybe you're ticked off about something and you get there and then talk, talk about what happens. Yeah. I'll get there in a bad mood. And then it's just, it's such a positive environment. Um, I don't, I don't know if I've ever been in an environment where everybody is just smiling and positive. It's, it's truly uplifting. It's, it's quite the experience. Um, just, just to be there because I'll be there in a bad mood and then people come in and like, it seems like nobody is in a bad mood. Like everybody's always smiling and talking to each other and being friendly and, and just making connections with people. It's, it's insane. So I'll be there in a bad mood and literally five minutes goes by and I'll talk to one person or just look around and see everybody happy. And it is literally impossible to be negative. There's, there's no way like to even try to be negative. It's such a positive environment. It just draws you to it and it just makes you happy and be positive pretty cool it, it is really cool because i know a lot of times like it, it is like my job so people like go to work in a bad mood usually they'll stay in a bad mood and be negative and stuff but i i can't be in a bad mood at at my quote job 
So at the academy. It's, it's super cool. At your life purpose is what it is. I don't say yeah, job thing. Ah. But anyway, I get it. No. Right. I was, and go ahead. I was just going to say, like, a lot of times people, like, think of their job as, oh, I have to go. But, you know, it's it. I'm truly blessed to where that's not the case at all. And why is that? That's the environment we've created, right? We don't allow that negativity in there. And we're not for everybody. You know, if there's a family that comes in and uh, it's not the right fit because all they want to do is complain and bring negativity, like, hey, maybe we're not the right place for you. You know, the kid, they want the kid to earn a black belt in two years or they want to give something to be given to them they haven't earned. We're not the right place for you. So we try and nip that right off the bat. But we also have the stress tree outside. We hang everything on that stress tree because we can't help someone else to the best of our abilities if we're only thinking about ourselves, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Completely selfless. Yeah. And, uh, and also positivity is more conducive to better learning, right? Meaning it's going to help others learn better in a positive environment instead of a negative beat you oh, down yeah. brow beating uh, environment. Yeah. Well, if you're, if you're in a, if you're negative or in a bad mood, you're immediately just going to close, close yourself off. So any, any new or it doesn't even necessarily have to be new material, but you're usually just going to, yeah, whatever, and just kind of block it out. But if you're in a positive mood, usually you have more of an open mind. So you can kind of let things in and think about them and, and have a whole new perspective on, on things than you would in a negative attitude. That's our number one blackboard principle, too, is humility, right? Yeah. It is. Keeping an open mind. Because when you're open, you're open to receiving thought, knowledge, and wisdom. When you're closed, can't get anything in there, right? Like, uh, you know, we've all heard of the term, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Yeah. Well, I take it a step further. You can't feed a rock. <laughs> a rock's there, and you can say, hey, come on, rock, eat this. I know it's good for you. Eat it. You can't feed a rock. It's not, and so closed-minded rock is, well, it's not only closed-minded, it's just closed, period, right? Even if you broke the rock open and tried to stuff food or knowledge or wisdom in there, it won't help, right? So people have to be open, as Austin just said, and that's why humility is our number one black belt principle. But we help people understand that, and that's the power of being the hero of what we try and do at the academy, helping others in a positive environment. Because learning is... <laughs> It just does not happen in a negative environment because everybody's looking out for themselves. Everybody thinks that everybody's out to get them. It's negative. It's no way to learn. Positivity. And heroes, heroes are positive, baby. <laughs> All about lifting and empowering others up. Good. So, Austin, you pretty much dove right into the uh, the hero. I mean, we've been talking about it all along with Random Acts of Kindness, with the um, – a power of the smile, the words have power, what we say, how we say it, how we feel. So I've got to bring up a couple questions. Is it hard to be a hero? No. No? Shouldn't be. Is it hard to be a hero if you only think about yourself? Yes. Extremely. Yeah. Extremely hard because you're, you're only thinking about what, what, what can I do to benefit me? On um, the act of giving, the random acts of kindness, it's not about helping you, although you're the one that gets the most in return. Now, if that drives and motivates you that I'm going to get the good feeling by helping this person, man, that's a great kickstart. Use it because you're going to, as you continue to go along, you're going to start doing all these random acts and you're going to forget about, you know, not going to forget about the reason you're doing it. You're doing it to help them, but you're going to forget about the initial reason of you wanting to help yourself feel better. And of course, once you kind of get in that attitude or mindset to serve, to empower others, holy cow. And once again, kindness empowering others, random acts of kindness, the smile, 
saying cop or giving compliments or even being a hero is without a doubt the most selfish thing on the planet you can do because you're the one that gets the better, the biggest reward out of it. So no, being a hero is not hard. Now, some days it may feel hard and some days you may not feel like a hero. But once again, we never know the battles others are facing or fighting. We don't know what's going on in their minds or their lives. Be a hero. Help them. Do something for them. And I promise it's going to make you feel much, much, much greater than the gift you've given them. Here's another question for you, Austin. Does a hero always wear a cape? (laughs) No. Does a hero always wear a martial arts uniform? No. But the the coolest ones. (laughs) Dynamite drop in there, Monty. That broadcast school is really paying off. Good job. What was that movie from? Or that line from? Major League. Good job, buddy. Proud of you. Now, a hero doesn't always wear a cape. We're all heroes. If we choose to be, we don't have to put a cape on. We don't. We have to make the choice. We have to make the choice. Is a hero someone special? I put, the, I put these lists of questions together this morning <laughs> while you were getting ready. <laughs> yes, they are special. Oh, a hero is special. In what way? In the way that they make other people feel special. That was good. That was right off the cuff here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hero is special in the way they make other people feel. Can anyone do it? Can anyone be a hero? Anyone can be a hero, yes. Yep. It's just simply a what? It's a choice. Yeah. It's just a choice. A choice to do it or a choice not to do it, right? Easy as that. As easy as that. And uh, uh, oftentimes, you know, in our creeds, I eliminated the word try. And I don't, we don't talk about try at the studio. Why is that? What, what is try? Well, it, there is no try. Do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> All your Star Wars fans out there, that, that was Yoda in the house. <laughs> do or do not. There is no try, right? Good. Because what, what, what is try? What I always like to say try is. Try is what? Try, try is uh, kind of like, well, if, if, if you didn't do it, well, I tried. Yeah, it's all right. I, I tried. But kind it, of a cop-out or a backup, a cop, right? That's the word. Yes. Yeah. Or it, 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 it's, uh, it's an excuse waiting to be unveiled, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I tried. You know, I didn't make it, but that's okay. I tried. No. If you're determined to do something, if you say, I'm going to do this, you're going to do it regardless of how many missed attempts or how many failures you've had. And it's never a complete failure until you give up and quit. So, once again, can anyone do it? Can anyone be a superhero? Anyone can do it. Yes. Anyone at all. Yeah, don't try. Just do. You can be a superhero. Because, once again, we never know the battles others are fighting or facing. And if we focus on helping others with random acts of kindness, with our simple smile, with compliments, we're going to forget about our own problems. Doesn't mean they're going to go away. But when you go back to them, they're going to be more manageable. Because, you know, I talked about this on a previous show. When we look at our problems and all we do is continue to look at our problems, we, we forget about the hero that we really are. We become defeated by those problems because those problems look the size of Goliath, right? Oh, my gosh, this, this problem is insurmountable. I cannot defeat this problem. Kind of uh, the, the David and Goliath. There's an old saying, uh, Zig Ziglar brought this up a lot, talking about motivation and empowerment and being a hero and helping out others. He had talked about everybody else looked at Goliath and thought he was too big to beat. David looked at Goliath and thought he was too big to miss. <laughs> Think about that twist, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, my twist. gosh, he's too big to beat. I can't beat him. This problem is too big. 
David looked at him like, hey, he's too big to miss. I know what I've got in my arsenal here. And it was a simple sling and a rock. But, of course, he had the corner man, his be- the cor- best, best corner man that, that were ever in your corner. Who that was? Uh, I would guess God. I would guess you're right. Yeah, he had God in his corner, man. Imagine having God in your corner. Well, we do. We do. Yeah. We do. But oftentimes we forget that. Oh, mm-hmm. it's crazy. We forget God's right there with us. We just got to ask. Got to ask for help. Help me be a hero today. Help me be my very, very best. Boom. That's it. That sounds so simple. But you hear me harp on this all the time, Austin. What's simple to do is also simple what? Not to do. Yeah. So it's simple to be a hero, but it's also simple not to be a hero. Being a hero is about thinking, helping others, asking God to be your, your corner man or your wing man. Help me with this battle, and I can defeat it. But I promise, you go into it thinking, uh, you focus on your problems, they magnify, become too dang big. You put your problems aside for a while and help somebody else with their problems, overcome their battles, their challenges. Oh, my gosh, that's the hero. And then your problems, you're going to look at them like, oh, that's not that big. I am a hero. Yes. Okay, being a hero. Um, oh, I, I just talked about being a hero. I just reading over my notes here is, uh, uh, re- is the most selfish act on the planet, you know, because uh, you're, you're helping somebody else. There it is. I guess I should have read that over. My notebook went uh, dark here, so I had to fire it back up, and I, I lost my place there. That's okay. We get it. Being a hero is the most selfish act on the planet because the priceless gives a joy that you get. Now, the beautiful thing about this is you get in the habit of doing anything, whether good or bad. What, what happens, Austin, when you condition yourself to do something, regardless if it's good or bad? You've conditioned yourself. It becomes a habit. So now it happens what? Just naturally. You just do it without even realizing most of the time. Not even thought, right? I mean, so you know when you walk into the academy, even though you've had a bad day, you've hung your your, your stresses or your troubles or your problems outside, you walk in there and suddenly, oh, I am now a hero. Of course, we need to remember heroes don't wear capes just because you put your uniform on doesn't mean that made you a hero. You're a hero regardless, right? Batman's a hero regardless if he's got the cape or not, right? Superman's a hero regardless if he's got the cape or not. Wonder Woman's a hero regardless if she's got her shield and uh, her Wonder Woman outfit or whatever she's wearing, right? She's a hero. And that's, that's the same thing with you. That's the same thing with everybody listening. We're all a hero. But oftentimes we don't choose to be the hero that we are. We don't choose to use the God-given talents and gifts that we have. We don't choose to ask God to be our corner man or wing man, to be there with us, to remind us, to empower us, to be our very, very best. And that's what a hero is. Regardless, if you've got the uniform on, you got the cape on, and, you know, we think about all the professions when we call people heroes, you know, obviously our, our, our armed services, they're heroes. Our police officers, they're heroes. Our firefighters are heroes. Our nurses are heroes. Our teachers are heroes. We can go down the line, every profession, but they choose to be that hero, right? They choose to help out others. And it's a simple choice. And oftentimes, man, me, me make it sound so gosh darn easy, but you don't understand my life. No, I don't. But I'm telling you from experience. You focus on your problems. I can't say this enough. Your problems are going to what? Magnify. And they're going to be big. They're going to be the size of Goliath. And you can think that's undefeatable. I cannot defeat that giant. I cannot defeat that battle. Or you can say, hey, I'm a hero. I've got God in my corner. I know what I'm going to do to help out. That problem's too big to miss. I'm going to take it out. It's a mindset. And the seeds you plant, what you plant, what happens, Austin? It grows. Yeah. Yeah. 
What you sow is what you reap. You put onion seeds in the ground, what are you going to get? Onions. You put strawberry seeds in the ground, what are you going to get? Strawberry. You put positive, self-believing, self-confidence, empowerment seeds in your mental garden, what's going to happen? That exactly. (laughs) You're going to believe in yourself, right? Yes. You're going to believe that you're a hero. Yeah. However, you plant limited beliefs, fear, self-doubt, ugliness, selfishness. You plant those seeds in your mental garden, what's going to happen? Negativity is going to grow, and that's what you're going to believe. Yeah. It's what you're going to believe. What you put in that mental garden. Well, I want to put in your mental garden that you are a hero. You are someone's hero. Everyone is someone's hero. And if we think in terms of that, if we think in terms of I'm a hero, I can definitely help somebody out. Think why you're wanting to do it, because you're wanting to help that person be a better person. Don't think about what you're going to get in return. That, that, that takes away all everything that the hero is all about. Do it for the, because of, of the sake of doing it. You know, it's a holiday season. Have those dollars out for the Salvation Army. Or maybe if you're in a drive through somewhere, pick up the tab of the car behind you. Volunteer your time at a food shelter or a senior citizen shelter. Yeah, little bitty things like that. Take your coats, your hats, and gloves. Take them to a donation center. All the little things, those random acts of kindness. Give the waiter or waitress an extra tip. Smile. Give somebody a compliment with your words. All the little things that don't cost us a thing to do, but give us the greatest reward. And that is being a hero. And when you're a hero, not only you're impacting the world, the world around you, you're impacting the world inside of you. And the better you are, the better you feel about yourself, the more you're going to want to help out others. And that's what makes each and every one of us a hero. What do you think there, Rusty? That was fantastic. Good job. Did you like that? Are you a hero? I, I am a hero, yes. Yeah. You may not even realize it, but you're definitely a hero to your uh, younger brother and younger sister. Heck, you're a hero to me because I'm proud of you. I'm proud of the battles you've fought through. I'm proud of you for keeping an open mind. I'm proud of what the, the, the young man you've grown into. And I'm proud of what you do to not only help our academy grow, but help empower the kids and adults that come into the academy. The adults, you, you, that's about the only class you teach nowadays. I mean, you, you teach the pre-private lessons when the kids come in, but the adult class. And these adults, I mean, of course, we got some teenagers in there, but the majority of the adults are not only old enough to be your parent, some of them are old enough to be your grandparent, right? We really do. But they look up to you. You're the hero. So, folks, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter who you are, what walk of life, what path you're on, what nationality you are, what gender you are. It doesn't matter. You are a hero to somebody, and you have the power to positively impact somebody's life in a positive way. Do it. Do it for them. Do it for your family. Most importantly, do it for yourself because of the gifts you get back. And the better you feel about yourself, the better you're going to want to help out others because you're going to want to continue to get that endorphin rush, that serotonin oxytocin rush, that dopamine hit. You're wanting those things because they make you feel good. And when you feel good, you're going to do good, period. All right. Awesome. What do you think? Good stuff? Great stuff. Awesome. Well, folks, thank you so very much for being a hero to me for taking time out of your busy day because what you've given me is something you could never get back. You've given me some of your time. 
and the fact that you've given it to me, I promise, this is like I do every single week, every single show, every single episode, I promise that I'm going to give you all I've got because you're actually giving me a piece of your life. You're giving me some of your time. I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. Be the hero that you were born to be. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye-bye. Austin, thank you very much, buddy. I love you. Thank you. Love you, too. See you, everybody. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.